Yo, sometimes life calls for a change. Not fake, just different. It'll show you a different way. And right now, I'm on to my different way. I can promise you this is the same span, but the reporting is over. I'd like to welcome you to the Mr. Span Official Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to episode seven of the Mr. Span official podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Span, and uh, yeah, man, and, and uh, yeah, man, Hold we on. are. Let me take that down because I'm getting an echo, and we don't need no damn echoes around here. But yo, it's your man, Mr. Span, and we are back for episode seven of the Mr. Span official podcast. Man, I am your host, Mr. Span, and uh, we are going to get into some some podcasting tonight, man. We got some things to talk about, man. It's been a couple weeks since I I did this thing, man. And uh, I'm I'm still feeling my way about my new format and everything else because I'm not really doing segments anymore, man. I'm just not really doing that. I'm trying to get away from, like, segmenting the show in that way. I want to be able to be just kind of free with how we doing this shit here, right? So, um, you know, we, 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 we doing some different things here. But we got a few. It's going to be like almost like a, a little bit of a throwback show tonight because we got a few different topics that we're going to be talking about tonight, right? So uh, we're going to be doing that. But, of course, before we get into all of that, I got to remind you guys how to get in touch with us here at the Spare Report Podcast, man, and let your voice be heard. You can go ahead and hit us up at our hotline at area code 313-288-0485. That's area code 313-288-0485. Leave us those voicemail messages. Of course, those messages will get played here and replied to here live on the show. You can also email us here at feedback at thespanreport.com. That's feedback at thespanreport.com. Go ahead, leave us those emails, and of course, those emails will get read here and reply to here live as well. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My name on both of those platforms is Mr. Underscore Span. So you can go ahead, follow me there, chop it up with your man Span throughout the week. Also, give us a five-star review on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. Those five-star reviews are the ones that get right here live on the show. We really appreciate everybody who goes about the business of doing that. doesn't cost you a dime. Just a couple minutes of your time to let everybody know while you rock with us over here at the Mr. Span Official Podcast and the Span Report Podcast Network, man, real talk. But, yeah, we got the business out of the way, man. We got the business out of the way. So, um, yeah, man, like I said, it's been a couple weeks, and I've been, like, there's been a lot of different things happening over the course of the last couple of weeks and it's like yo do i want to like get on the mic right now and talk about that and it might be 10 minutes i probably should have but then you know your boy working and shit right so it's like i'm trying to figure out how i can get my my, my groove how i can get back into my my mode and shit right and so i'm figuring things out i mean i'm changing things up but i'm figuring things out man and so we gonna we we we, we gonna get this you know the, the little bumps and and shit out of the way right real talk but um, one thing's for, you know, one thing's for sure. And two things for certain. I don't know if y'all done heard, but your man Trump, they got goddamn indicted. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Trump then got indicted. Uh, and real talk. Um, I feel as though this is a long time coming. Should have came a long time ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, that's my jam. You know what I'm saying? Anytime something bad is happening to that motherfucker, that's my jam. That is my song. And, uh, you know, anybody else who can appreciate a motherfucker finally being held somewhat accountable for his shit, uh, we can always appreciate that right now. Before we really get into the show, man, let me, uh, I did get some emails, man. Of course, um, you know, like I said, you guys can email the show. Y'all can write into the show. Let me know what you guys are thinking about what we talk about here on the show. Y'all can call in and leave those voicemails or whatnot. And we did get some emails, man. It took seven episodes for you, man, to get, you know, get back in the groove. But we got some emails, man. And our first email comes from a tried and true Reggie has decided that he was going to, you know, hook us up with a goddamn email. And to Reggie, we say, 
because we love Reggie here at the Spin Report Podcast, man. He, I, I know he irritates a lot of you motherfuckers, man. <laughs> because if he be asking questions, man, y'all be like, come on, bruh, for real. But, like, I appreciate the fact that Reggie's never disrespectful in the way that he asks the questions, man. Real talk. You can ask the questions. You ain't even got to agree with me all the time. But just be respectful. And that's what I appreciate about Reggie when he writes in. And so Reggie writes in and he asks us, well, he actually says, he says, welcome back. Uh, hey, Span, I'm glad you're back out here and on the mic, man. Your voice was really missed out here. And for the longest time, I thought something had happened to you. Well, some shit did happen to you, boy. I mean, I don't really want to tell y'all every goddamn thing, but some shit did happen to your boy. It said, I thought something had happened to you, uh, like you had maybe passed away or something. Well, it wasn't no shit like that, goddamn, G. Uh, because I didn't see you on social media as much anymore. Uh, I was happy to see a new episode pop up on your feed and uh, you explaining a bit about your time away. But one thing I noticed on your Twitter is now you have one of those blue check marks. At first, I thought you had been recognized for something, but then it said you paid for it. So I got to ask, man, are you really paying for a blue check mark on Twitter? And if so, why? All right, I'm going to answer that question here in a minute, but I'm going to finish reading this email. Um, and I know this question may sound invasive, but based on the things you talk about on the show, you don't seem like the kind of dude who would pay for outside validation. So I'm really just trying to understand why someone like you would do it. Anyways, like I said, I'm glad to see you back on the podcast streets as your voice was sorely missed. Welcome back, Mr. Span. Well, like I said, Reggie, I appreciate you writing in. I appreciate the question. Uh, real talk. So, um, yeah, man, I have a blue check mark on Twitter, man. And I have a blue check mark that uh, was actually paid for. Yeah, man, that that's that's actually a thing. Your man span has paid Twitter, man. But here's the thing. And I want to make this I want to make this like crystal fucking clear for anybody listening to the sound of my voice right now. Right. I was a Twitter blue subscriber before there was ever a thing like before there was ever a verification badge associated with uh, Twitter blue. Right. Uh, I had a Twitter blue subscription before Elon Musk bought Twitter. Right. And so it has been a thing where, you know, a lot of people have uh, have like kind of shunned the idea of they think that like the only thing that comes with Twitter blue is that you paying for the blue check mark or whatever. Right. And before, you know, the blue check mark was ever like before the blue check mark was ever even a thing with Twitter blue. There were other features associated with having Twitter blue, right? Like there was the ability to post longer videos on Twitter. There was the ability to post longer tweets. So like, uh, you know how on Twitter you're relegated to 280 characters, I believe. Well, on Twitter blue, I can put up to like 4,000 characters and shit. So I don't have to like uh, separate all of my uh, statements in like a Twitter thread. I could just put everything in one fucking tweet. And if you want to read that tweet, you could, if you want to, continue to like read the next tweet after that and after that after that you could do that also but instead of having to do multiple tweets i could just put all that shit in one goddamn tweet um there was the the ability to uh uh you know have you know full hd video when i decide to post like clips of the show and stuff like that when i want to put clips of the show on twitter you get a, a better quality video and i can put an actually longer quality a longer video up there so you actually get the context of what a nigga is talking about it's not like a really short clip and also the ability to edit my tweets you know i wanted to be able to edit my tweets that's one of the things like i hate having like you know uh grammatical errors because like niggas come at you i mean niggas come at you for you know a whole variety of things on social media but like if you misspell a word or if you have a grammatical error on some shit like you know for me who's an english major who was an english major at tennessee state is like ah shit i can't believe i let that shit slip right so you know for me it was like those things that like drew me to the idea of having um you know a twitter blue subscription the verification bad shit came much later right and actually i'm actually i would i would prefer if you know, having a verified badge, I would, if, if I could take the verified badge off, I would. Because, <laughs> right? like, it was weird, like, to, um, it's weird to, like, have people come at you sideways for having said badge, right? Like, having a little verified badge, especially, uh, you know, as, like, I've, I've been on social media for quite some time. And on Twitter especially, um, there's this thing where, like, there's always been a thing 
about the people who have verified badges on their, pro, their, their profiles and those who didn't, right? There's always been a thing about that. And the thing was, if you weren't a celebrity, if you, if you weren't someone who most people were like very, you know, aware of, the first thing that the only thing that you had to do was just say something disagreeable, right? Say something that people would disagree with. And if you said anything that someone disagreed with, the first thing that they would do is they would look at your profile. They would see that you had a verified badge on your profile. And then they would like, therefore, if they disagree with you, they're like, here go these, you know, these blue check mark niggas, right? These blue check mark. Like that was a whole thing, right? That was a whole thing. Before I even had the little blue check mark or whatever, that was a thing, right? So I understood there was a, a, a bit of tension between the haves and the have-nots. There were people who had the blue check marks who, like, yeah, they, they might have had some, some additional features associated with their accounts and stuff like that that they were able to take advantage of. Uh, and then there were also the people who just were like, yo, why don't I have a blue check mark? What, why is this nigga notable and I'm not? And it was already... Like these blue check marks were already sort of like a, a, a toxic thing, right? There was a, a a value system that people had when it came to these blue checks on their social media accounts, right? If you had a blue check mark on your account, that means you had made it. You were somebody of note. You were somebody people had to pay attention to. You were somebody of uh, 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 that had some notoriety, right? People hope you know like for whatever reason a lot of folks held people who had the blue check marks on their profiles their their word held a lot of weight right and and to some degree it was it was it was warranted only in the sense that like when the the, the blue check mark shit on twitter kind of first came out it was because it, it came from um it came from notable people. It came from people that you saw on television every day. It came from the celebrities. It came from the, you know, from the, uh, the, the media outlets. It came from the reporters that you, you, you followed. It came from the, uh, the politicians and shit like that. Right. So these were people who really were of some level of importance. And when Elon Musk bought Twitter and he paid $44 billion for it, It was a platform that, although it wasn't the greatest platform, it was bleeding money. Uh, Elon Musk essentially started alienating the very people who were the lifeblood of Twitter, which were these influential people, right? And so, because Elon Musk is now, you know, kind of alienating these influential people, uh, the blue check mark doesn't necessarily have the same cachet that it had before. Because now essentially anybody with eight bucks a month or eleven dollars a month, however you decide to pay for it, uh, those folks have now they now have the access to verify their account. Right now, let's talk about what act, what, what verifying an account actually means, though. Right, essentially verification just says that you are this person that you say that you are. That's it. That's it. That's all. Right. It is saying that you are the person that you say you are when you get on this or when you get on this platform. Right. And yet it has become this thing, this social status symbol that, you know, to some degree, you know, a lot of folks kind of gravitated to. And because regular folks now have access to it, it doesn't necessarily have the same cash yet. Right. It's almost as if like, uh, say, for instance, you know, um, if, if, if say, for instance, if Apple decided that they were going to put the iPhone 14 pro max on sale for $500 suddenly the people who paid I don't know 13 14 1500 for the iPhone pro max you know iPhone 14 pro max first they're gonna feel away because they paid that, that much money and then second of all they're gonna feel away because everybody got access to the shit it's a status symbol for a lot of people right and like it, it, it's all predicated on how much importance you put on these things right i place very little importance on that goddamn blue check i really do i didn't buy twitter blue because of the blue check i bought twitter blue before that even was a thing uh because i liked the extra features that came with being able to edit the tweets have the longer tweets and post videos higher quality videos shit like that as a person who does a podcast those were things that i was like yo i could take advantage of that right but as far as like yo like the actual giving a fuck about the blue check you were right 
I don't really necessarily care about the outside validation that a lot of folks, you know, kind of put on that blue check mark, right? Like, listen, man, I go to work every day, <laughs> right? I work a very physical job. I go into places where a lot of people wouldn't want to step foot in and I have to work in that shit. So like the outside validation of a check mark on a social media platform means very little to me. And unless I like, like and respect and know you, like I'm not very, I'm not so much about wanting so much of the outside validation. That's something I very, I care very little about. So you were right in that sense. But I hope that I explain why I have, you know, a Twitter blue subscription. Like, I don't give a damn about that damn check mark. If I could get and the other part about it is this, man. Like, I don't even I don't need to like, you know, it, it's weird because it's like, OK, so y'all know what one of my bills is. Right. Although it's none of y'all business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This thing just kind of put some of my business out in the street. Like, yo, man, he like it's this thing like people like he paying for Twitter. It's like, yo, but I'm also using a credit card to pay for that shit. And it's a rewards card. I get points back for actually having that shit. And it's helping me like fly and shit. Right. Like I can use this for like cash back on my groceries or cash back on this, that and the other. Or I can use it for miles or whatever. Hey, and then on top of like, like you know, not to sound like, you know, what, what, not to sound arrogant, man. Eight dollars ain't a lot of money to me. Like, shit, this drink cost eight dollars, right? If I was to go to a bar or something like that, it would cost me eight bucks. I'm not missing eight dollars, man. So, like, it's just the thing of, yeah, man. I get that some people are out here for the social validation, for the public, you know, validation and shit like that. Your man Span is not here for the social and the public validation. I just like the damn features, man. That's all. <laughs> that's it. That's all. But that's not going to keep people from coming at me sideways anytime I say something that they don't agree with, especially on Twitter, right? That's just not, that's just what it is. This is not what they're going to do. They just going to like, if they don't like what I said on Twitter, first thing they're going to do, they're going to go to my profile. They're going to see that I'm possibly a, 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 a Twitter blue subscriber. And they're going to be like, oh, nigga, you pay for a blue check mark. Like, no, nigga, I pay for these other features, but you know, whatever, nigga. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, I, why do I need to even prove to you you know what i'm saying who the fuck are you so yeah man um but thank you reggie <laughs> thank you that is why you saw the blue check mark on my twitter feed man but i appreciate you calling in i mean uh writing in and uh thank you for writing in i want to hear from you soon man of course i will hear from you soon because reggie wrote in again y'all he wrote in again uh-oh wrong one wrong song all right. So uh, he wrote in and asked me Trump indictment. He says, hey, Span, really quickly, I just wanted to know what you thought of the fact that Trump was finally indicted. Do you think he'll actually go to jail behind this? And if not, what do you think the consequences will be? And if he's actually convicted, do you think his people will bug out like they did on January 6th? I'd love to hear your thoughts. So first of all, we're going to go to, we're going to go back here. Yeah, we love the fact that Trump was indicted. Now, uh, <laughs> we love the fact that Trump was indicted. But um, here's the thing. Do I think he's going to go to jail behind this? No, I don't think he's going to go to jail behind this. Actually, I, I kind of feel like if there was going to be a case uh, brought to, uh, you know, brought up against Donald Trump, like this is probably one of the weaker ones. I would have loved for them to have indicted him in like Georgia first for the uh for like the, you know, the, 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 the election interference that he was running, you know, calling the secretary of state down there talking about, you know, he needed them to find 17,000 or 800 and some odd votes or whatever. Uh, 11,780. That's what it was. He, I've, I've heard that fucking call so many times. I know the number it's 11,780 votes that he was asking the Georgia secretary of state to find for him so that he could flip the result in Georgia because he lost that state. Uh, there was there's also the 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 cases that are going on with him uh concerning the uh the classified documents that they found at his crib that he refused to give back and he kept saying that you know like the the explanations kept changing between like okay so i didn't know i had this shit too oh yeah i knew i had this shit and i had declassified it oh but y'all even though i declassified it like it's mine anyway so y'all can't have it like the explanations kept fucking changing right and so um like, I don't think he's going to go to jail 
behind this. I honestly, truthfully speaking, I don't know if he's really going to go to jail behind any of this stuff. Right. Uh, I'll just like, I, I, I kind of wonder at this point, like, uh, is there, um, because I, I know the thing that they were talking about with this particular case that he's facing, that even if he's convicted of it, it doesn't preclude him from actually becoming president of the United States. Right. So, uh, at a certain point, it's like, well, shit, like if you could get convicted of a felony and still become president, you know, you know how many niggas is like, yo, you can get convicted of a felony and I can't get a job at fucking Jiffy Lube, nigga. Right. Like I can't get the job at the Jiffy Lube, but this nigga go ahead, could convict, like get convicted of multiple felonies and he can be president, nigga. Like, you know, there's the, um, there's the thing that we have with like the, you know, the, 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 the two tier justice system. Right. And, um, I honestly think that like whether he, I, I really feel as though if he gets convicted, it should disqualify him for running for public office in anything anywhere. Right. Like he shouldn't be able to hold the highest office in the land while being a convicted felon. Right now, whether that happens before or after the election is another thing entirely. The other thing that I think is, uh, is, is, is going to be important to kind of watch for is whether or not this particular, um, indictment leads to more indictments whether that you know because now we've got the first person to ever do it we got alvin bragg who's indicted him he's the first this is the first time a former president has ever been indicted for anything so does that now open the you know make it easier for these other cases to kind of come forward and now he's like fighting he's fighting four or five different cases where he's indicted and like people like, Hey man, like the president that out here fighting cases, bro, we can't have a president out here fighting cases. We should probably be voting for somebody else. And Donald Trump doesn't become the nominee on the Republican side. Now that's wishful thinking because we, as we've seen some of the, um, as we've seen some of the, you know, the, the response to the, um, you know, to the whole thing with him being indicted right now, you know, they're all saying that like, yo, it's a witch hunt. This is political. This is uh the weaponization of the justice department, all the shit that they were actually, you know, promoting when they were running, you know, when he was running the first time, remember they, they were all chanting lock up Hillary and everything else here. This motherfucker is actually being indicted on cases where other people that went to jail on his behalf. And they're saying this is a politicization of the, of the, of the justice department and everything else. So, um, no, I don't know if he's going to go to jail. I really don't. I hope he does. I hope he does, but I'm not necessarily optimistic that he's going to see any jail time. The only thing I can really hope for, the only thing I'm really hoping for is that like, yo, uh, Donald Trump does not, uh, is somehow disqualified from being, uh, it, uh, like a leading candidate for president of the United States come 2024 when we have to go vote for that shit again. Right. So yeah, man, Reggie, I appreciate you, uh, writing in, and I hope to hear from you again soon, brother. Real talk. Um, also, man. So while we we we've been talking about this, um, we've been talking about this whole uh, blue check mark shit. <laughs> so there was this uh, there's this uh, Detroit area influencer. He goes by the name of G Mac Cash. He actually had a a song, a pretty catchy song that he put out. And I kind of wanted to share to see what you guys see what you guys thought about it. So let me play this and see. I uh, hopefully y'all can hear this. I know you guys on the podcast then are going to hear this, but we've been having issues with the audio when I share a video on the podcast live. But uh, yeah, I'm going to share this with y'all and see if y'all what y'all think about this. So uh, yeah, here we go. You bought that blue check, didn't you, bitch? You bought that blue check. That's loud. Let's turn that down some, G. Uh-oh. Are we buffering right now? We are buffering right now. You know what I did? I'm going to tell y'all what I did. Right now, I'm on my motherfucking Wi-Fi. I didn't even plug my damn, like, my land cord in. That sucks. So here's what we're going to do. Let me do this here. So y'all can hear it at least. Uh, we're going to do this here. Get. The one good thing is that I got multiple ways to get to y'all. So. And it was like how we had that bonding experience. No, we're not going to do that right like, now. We're not doing that right now. We're doing this right now. Okay, so I'm going to pull this down. <laughs> Let me pull this down, remove from the scene. And we're going to do this. Y'all going to hear from here. All right, so here we go. Let's see. You bought that blue check, didn't you? You bought that blue check, didn't you? Didn't you? 
You bought that blue check, didn't you? You did. You bought that blue check, didn't you, bitch? You bought that blue check, didn't you? I know you did. You bought that blue check, didn't you? I can tell. You bought that blue check, didn't you? Hey, don't get me wrong. Some of y'all deserve a blue check. Y'all do. But not the motherfuckers who don't do shit. For real. I don't know about y'all, but this scaring me. It is. Cause everybody about to act like a celebrity. Man, I seen somebody grandpa with a blue check. For real? Said he used to be a World War II vet. This other chick ran <laughs> up like I got mine. Said she the new manager up at a Popeye's. Damn. I know this one nigga who just got laid off. For real? Just got hit and posted hard work pays Man. off. If everybody got a blue check, then who capped that? My dog bought one and said he about to start rapping. Damn. See, I can already see what's about to start happening. Whole world capped out. You can just imagine. I ain't got to check your page, nigga. You check. This song for everybody bought a blue check. You bought that blue check, didn't you, bitch? You bought that blue check, didn't you? You did? You bought that blue check, didn't you? Didn't you? You bought that blue check, didn't you? You did? You bought that blue check, didn't you? You bought that blue check, didn't you? Look, nigga, you see my... Look. Where you cameraman at? Look. Butt naked, boy. You see my shit? No check. You know what I'm saying? The check is not even sweet no more. Until they drop another symbol to certify you one of them niggas... I'm coming butt naked, you know what I'm saying? No check, gang. You know what I'm saying? You got the check? Like, that's funny, right? He's like, yo. I like until they come up with something else to t- signify that you one of them niggas. Like it ain't even sweet no more. Like that's the thing. There was a status symbol associated with having the check mark. Like that. Like that was a, a a people thing. The check mark was never any fucking thing. It was never anything but saying like you were who the fuck you said you was, and you were someone notable. That was it. And so now, like there's this I there's this attitude that like yo, so like. The check mark ain't even sweet no more. Like, <laughs> like, come on, man. So it's funny, man. Like, I, I can laugh at it because I know why I did it. But yo, man, it's a thing, man. It's a thing. So yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of talk about that, right? So um, yeah, we got that going on. Let me take this down and stop sharing that shit. Uh, but yeah, another story, man. Another thing I kind of wanted to talk about was um. So, yeah, there was this thing, like, there's this thing that's been going on lately when it comes to um, woke and what it means to be woke and everything else, right? And um, one of the things about it is, like, you've had a lot of um, politicians who are struggling, (laughs) struggling, so to speak, to define what woke is. And the reason why they're struggling to define what woke is is because woke means everything that they don't like. Right. But they can't say that they can't say that. Right. And so there was this one particular incident that kind of went viral. It was a uh, there's a show on uh, the Hills uh, YouTube channel or whatever. And Brianna Joy Gray, who many of us know, used to be, I want to say, like a, a, a public spokesperson for uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, she's a, a, a member of this particular news outfit now. And she acts as one, she acts as one author who wrote an entire book on what it supposedly means to be woke to define what woke meant to her. Right. And, you know, of course, uh, <laughs> things didn't exactly go the way that this young lady thought that they should have gone. So let me pull this up. Hopefully you guys can hear this. Uh, and here we go. Could, could, would you mind defining woke? Cause it's come up a couple times and I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that, um, I, this is going to be one of those moments that goes viral. I mean, (laughs) woke is something that's very hard to define and we've spent an entire chapter defining it. It is sort of the understanding that we need to re totally reimagine and re re redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Um, Sorry, I, it's, it's hard to explain in a 15 second soundbite. Yeah, look, it's time. I mean, it's all right. So yeah, um, she had a very hard time with this. Right. And one of the things that I, I, I I keep, well, I kind of want to let people know, wait, let me pull this down. But one of the things I kind of want to let people know is this, man. So I want us to be aware of the language that is being used when we're listening to politicians, when we're listening to pundits, when we're listening to 
uh, anybody who's trying to influence us in a certain way and uh, especially in a political sense. And so one of the things I've, I've, I've kind of, you know, one of the things you'll start seeing is that like, they'll start using terms and many of, these, many of these terms are what folks would call dog whistles, right? These are like, they're saying a thing, but they're not saying the thing explicitly, but they're saying the thing, you know what they're saying, but they're not saying it outright. Right. And so, um, I know that like when Donald Trump got indicted, one of the things that you kept hearing from Republican politicians about, um, about the indictment was there was the weaponization of the justice system, right? This is the weaponization of the justice system. And essentially what that just meant was, yeah. So anytime, you know, we're being held accountable for the crimes that we commit, it's the weaponization of the justice system. But if, you know, somebody that we don't like is getting locked up, then that's just, damn it. That's just as being served. Right. That's all that means. Anytime we're being held accountable, that is the weaponization of the justice system. Anytime y'all are being held accountable, that's just the system working the way the fuck it's supposed to work. Right. So you got that going on. Uh, anytime you hear a politician talk about shit being woke, right. Essentially all they're saying is we don't like anything that has to do with the black people, the brown people, the Asian people, the LGBTQ people. We don't like that shit, right? Any sort of, a platform that acknowledges those people, anything that acknowledges or seeks to educate you on the, the, the plight to those folks, we go call that woke. And, you know, um, we don't like that. As a matter of fact, you had a couple of uh, really prominent, um, like really prominent uh, 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 politicians and shit. Like one of the more, uh, one of the more um, vocal of these politicians would be someone like a Ron DeSantis, right? Now, Ron DeSantis has been uh, a very active social justice. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't even call him a social justice warrior. He's more so a, a cultural warrior, right? Social justice warriors are people who are actually advocating for the rights of people who have been marginalized. A cultural warrior is like, yo, I'm fighting against those people who have been culturally mar culturally and politically marginalized, and I don't think they should have any rights, and I don't think they should have any ability to be uh, deemed as normal parts of our society and whatnot, right? So here's uh, after he won his, uh, his race in uh, Florida, here's what Ron DeSantis had to say about what it mean, what it meant to be woke. So let me pull this up so you guys can see this. And let's let's do this. There we go. Let's do that. Let's go ahead and play this. Today, after four years. Nope. Right where I needed to be. Come on now. Let's act like we've been here before. Are we buffering again? Well, that sucks. That just mean that just means spam. Plug in your cable <laughs> when you do a fucking podcast, man. All right. So we running into this issue again. So let me pull this up on here so you guys can hear exactly what the hell Ron DeSantis had to say. Let me pull this video down because apparently the shit don't want to play. Is it going to play now? Every Okay. It wants to play now. So let me go ahead and put this back up. Uh, all right. All right, here we go. Let's see what this nigga talking about. Respected our taxpayers, and we reject woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. So Florida is where woke goes to die. Now we've already had this dude go up there and say, Florida is where woke goes to die. We've got uh, people like Marjorie Taylor green who fights against, you know, critical race theory that isn't being taught in the schools. Oh, and critical race theory is basically like American history that makes white people feel uncomfortable. 
right? Let's just keep, let's keep that a buck. If they're if they're advocating against critical race theory, it's basically a United States history that makes us feel uncomfortable. We don't want to be we don't want to acknowledge the things that this country has done to minority people that makes us look bad. So we can't have that in the schools. We can't have our kid. We can't have our children learning these things, right? And so, um, one of the things that's very important is like just to acknowledge the terms. Understand what these terms mean when they say this shit, right? Because being woke doesn't mean anything other than being aware of what the fuck is going on. So when you have a governor of a state who says <laughs> Florida is a state where woke goes to die, that mean, what's the alternative to that? Like being asleep, right? Not being aware of what the fuck is going on, not being aware of like the 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 social ills of the country, so that we could actually fight towards making them better, right? Come on now. They don't even really, I, I think it's it's another reason why I don't believe that like a lot of the Republican conservative politicians actually respect their constituency. Because if you respected your constituency, you wouldn't say shit like that. You're basically saying, yeah, we like the fact that y'all are dumb and unaware of what the fuck is going on. And we would like to keep you dumb and unaware of the things that are going on. So here's why we are against being woke. And then, you know, because woke has anything to do with like black people, you know, brown people, Asian people, LGBTQ people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, that, that woke shit. I don't know if I'm really down for that woke stuff, you know? You know, I, I was trying to play a video game, and I had to ask these guys, you know, do they have lesbians in the video game? Do they have, like, a woke soundtrack to the video game? Like, you know, there's there's all these things, man. I, 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 I can't seem to get to enjoy the things that I like to enjoy because there's all these, these there's this wokeism all over the place, man. You know, there's black people in the, like, come on, Game of Thrones has black people now? Like, forget the fact that there's dragons, in Game of Thrones, the fact that there were black people in Game of Thrones threw a lot of these motherfuckers off, right? So, um, yeah, man, it's the ridiculousness of things like this, right? Uh, Ron DeSantis and folks like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Ron Johnson, senator from uh, Wisconsin, or Lauren Boebert, congresswoman from Colorado, uh, you know, all of these, these types of people uh, constantly using the terminology woke, and trying to redefine what woke means that even the lady that wrote the book on what woke was supposed to mean, but couldn't actually define what woke was supposed to mean when directly asked what woke was supposed to mean. Like these terms, they're trying to redefine these terms and it's incumbent upon us as a constituency, as a people who are like, you know, at a, at a certain point, we're going to have to vote for some of these folks at a certain point. We're going to have to decide whether or not these people are worth listening to or not. Hey, man, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And so I think it's important for us to, like, recognize, analyze, and realize who the fuck these people are and what exactly it is that they're advocating. Anytime you hear somebody talking about some George Soros, they're talking about the Jews, man. <laughs> right? The, the, like, they're talking about Alvin Bragg right now and saying Alvin Bragg is a Soros-backed uh, district attorney. They're talking about the Jews when they talk about George Soros. George Soros is a dog whistle for the Jews. Woke is a dog whistle for the black people, the brown people, the Asian people, and the LGBTQ community, right? That's what that is. CRT is, or critical race theory, is anything in the school that makes white kids feel uncomfortable about the history of this nation. That's it. If the white kids feel uncomfortable, of the white kids actually know that, that like that, that there are actually things that happen in this country where white folks were like the bad guys. Well, we can't have that. We can't teach these kids that they can't know that. How dare they find out that their grandma is in the picture spitting on a black kid being the first person going to that school of uh, uh, the, the first person of color to go to that school. And they find out their grandma is in the picture yelling at this person or their grandma is in, or they, the grandfather is, is, is kicking somebody in the head. And they don't they don't share those values with their grandparents. Some of their grandparents may have evolved after that. Some of their grandparents may have kept the same views, but we don't want our kids to know if that was even a thing. Right. And so, yeah, man, like, We've got, there's this thing right now where 
the actual definition of things are being questioned. Our reality, our whole, our whole sphere of what is real and what isn't uh, is being argued right at this very moment. I mean, not, not, that's not even talking about like the AI stuff with like some of the pictures that we're seeing and some of the, uh, the, the, the voice changes that we're being able to do with the technology and things like that. That's not even talking about those things. But the fact that we have people in powerful positions trying to redefine what is and what isn't, what's real and what's not, it's happening every day on our news, on our social media, on, uh, in our politics. We are now questioning the very reality of things, right? Where you have to question whether or not the thing that you're seeing in front of you right now is the thing that you're actually seeing. Whether the thing you're actually watching right now is the thing that you're actually watching. Whether the thing you're actually hearing right now is the thing that you're actually hearing. We have to question everything, right? And it's, this, this works for people who are like trying to keep the bullshit going. If they can muddle the waters to a point where like, yo, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who, if, you know, they have to question whether or not like their vote counts. They have to question whether or not these politicians are meaningful. They have to question whether or not, did that nigga really say what the fuck I thought he said? Did I see that right? Did I hear that right? Our whole shit is being redefined right now. And so, like, I think it's very important for us to be mindful of the things that are kind of coming our way. And also being able to, like, kind of point out where the bullshit is and where it isn't, right? So, yeah, man, you got that going on. Now, um, pull this shit down. Um, another thing I've been kind of, uh, I've been kind of wondering about, right? So I've been like, I, I think I did an episode a couple of weeks ago where I was just talk, kind of talking about how everything is content, right? Everything is content. Uh, you know, we, I, I talked about the young lady who, uh, was talking about, you know, her, plight with her, her her kid's father and you know going to tiktok and producing those videos which were very highly produced videos and it's like if you're really dealing with the issues that you say you were dealing with like yo like it, it kind of comes across as disingenuous when you got to set the phone up and the camera and set these scenes up so that you can convey these feelings and things like that right and i also recognize that i am of a certain age now I'm 42 years old. I was, I'm old enough to remember a time before social media and I'm all, and I've always been a part of social media from like the chat rooms to Twitter to, uh, you know, I'm not necessarily on TikTok like that, but you know, I'm aware, like I, I got an account, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, there's a, um, there's a certain way that like I approach social media I'm of a time where social media didn't exist and even on Twitter sometimes I have to recognize that I may be interacting with a person who may be my daughter's age right um my daughter's 20 years old like <laughs> that that's fucking crazy to me right but my daughter's 20 years old and every now and again, I come across a profile where I'm like, they'll say something crazy. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck is going on with this? And then I like, I, you know, go through, I'm like, ah, I get it. They're young, right? They're young. But the thing is like, the, one of the things I'm, I'm actually kind of, um, I'm actually kind of, um, I'm perplexed by is the, So young people, y'all always posting y'all L's on social media, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> y'all post y'all L's. And like I get it, right? There's this thing where there's this thing where um hold on a second. Let me let me open this up. I don't I didn't realize. But there's this thing. Jesus Christ. So like so on social media, like young people post everything. Young people post their losses. Young people post their wins. Young people post when they're sad. Young people post when they're happy. Everything that happens in their life is documented on social media. Everything. 
they don't keep shit off of social media, right? And one of the things I thought was very funny, man, I saw this video on uh, on the social media, man, and um, I thought this was hilarious, right? So there was this uh, there was this video. There, there was these young girls who were apparently on a trip, and um, they had you know packed drugs. They had packed they had packed their drugs in their luggage on the trip, right? And so um, apparently, either TSA or somebody in on, 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 in the baggage handling department found out that they had drugs in their bags, right? So um, they decided to uh, post this on the social media. Let me pull this up so you guys can see this here, man. Let me uh, well, let me take this down. Let's do that. All right, and let's do this. There we go. All right, so let me put you guys up on this. I'm going to go ahead and maximize that for the folks who are watching. And uh, here we go. Let's see what they're talking about. They what the fuck is you finna do? I don't have no weed right now. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I got mad. I'm very fucking blue, bro. Well, let me see if I got mad. Shorty right here. Shorty right here. Pissed. Oh, she hot. Oh, she is hot. She's standing there in the parking lot, hands on her hips, fucking licking her lips. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yep, they took my shit. How do they know? Pills gone, bro. Pills gone, bro. So, 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 so. Check this out, right? So I, I I posted this on my Facebook right now. I was like, "Yo, dope fiends," and I, I like in listen. If you if you are um if you smoke weed, cool beans, man. Like I ain't got no judgment for you. If you you know, truthfully speaking, if you take any type of uh mind altering substance, I really don't have much judgment for you. Other than um like I just hope. That if you're going to take the things that these folks are deeming illegal, that um, you're a lot more careful about how you go about things, right? That's all. That's really all. Like that be my beef with a lot of y'all. Like y'all, y'all be out here risking jobs and shit over the illegal stuff, right? Like, nah, don't do that. that. Like, come on, that's that's silly. That's silly. Don't risk your job over that, right? Don't risk your livelihood. That don't make no sense, right? But here's the thing, right? And the reason why I called them dope fiends when, when, I was, when I was posting about this on social media. First of all, it wasn't just weed. They were talking about pills, too. She Like, Shorty was like, what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's funny to me, right? Like, what are we going to do? So I don't know if they were transporting drugs for sale or if they were transporting the drugs for uh, 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 for their own personal usage, right? Because that was the thing. I'm like, yo, so maybe they was moving some shit for somebody else, and maybe they might get into some shit because they moving some shit for somebody else, right? I could see that being a thing. I could see that being a thing. But then also, like, I'm like, yo, so y'all on a trip. Look like five or six little girls here. Y'all on a trip. Um, y'all couldn't wait till y'all got back to the hotel. Another night, like y'all, y'all, y'all got to the parking garage. Y'all got to the parking garage of the airport. Start cracking y'all bags open, looking for the drugs, man. Looking for the drugs, and all I could think was, Oh yeah, that's powerful niggardry at work here. That's powerful niggardry at work here, right? Powerful niggardry at work. Y'all couldn't wait to get back to the hotel or the Airbnb or the Verbo. Y'all couldn't wait to get to there. Y'all had to crack y'all shit open as soon as y'all got to the thing. And here's the other part, right? Although, because I know they they were blaming, you know, baggage claim or the ramp agents for this. And I'm going to tell y'all, as a former ramp agent, very seldom are the ramp agents willing to go through a, a number of bags looking for weed or pills or whatever. Why? Because they're not trying to risk their jobs over your pills or your weed or whatever, right? You know how many bags a ramp agent actually has to go through a day? Nigga, I like I swear to God. Like I, when I was a ramp agent, nigga, I hate like I hated 
how some of you niggas pack, bro. Like, I'm like, man, like, did they really, like, the bags be heavy as shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I like when, when I was a ramp agent, I was really hoping that they did surcharge you niggas for the heavy bags. Because them motherfuckers is hell on my back. You know what I'm saying? Trying to load them motherfuckers into the airplane. Or when I was in the, uh, or when I was, like, a transfer runner and shit. And I got, like, 50 bags. They got to make it to the next flight in, like, the next 30 minutes. And, like, you know, it, it, it's a thing. Right? They don't have time to go through y'all bags. And so the reason I'm saying it is because, like, they really got off lucky as shit because if it was tsa they could have taken their asses to jail this could have been the whole thing this could have been a very different video a very different video had tsa gotten a hold of now maybe i know folks are like well shit if tsa didn't get it and the baggage handlers didn't get it then span who the fuck else could have gotten it right and I want y'all to hear me out right quick. I want y'all I want y'all to think about this for a second. Now, they're on a trip and they are looking for their drugs as soon as they get out of the airport. They're in the parking garage right now. The parking garage. They couldn't even wait to get to the hotel or the Verbo or the Airbnb. So I'm thinking maybe just maybe they used all their shit before they got on a goddamn plane i'm just saying i'm just saying because they seemed a bit pressed about them pills and the weed <laughs> so yeah man you got that going on man that was a thing another thing that kind of happened man i thought was kind of interesting uh, the last, uh, the last couple weeks, man. Um, there was a news anchor down in, I want to say Mississippi. Was it Mississippi? I believe it was Mississippi. And, um, she got into a, a bit of trouble, man, because she said something that was, uh, she said something that was a bit funny. Like, and, like honestly, like, I think they may have like gotten her, like they may have fired this, this older white lady, man. And far be it from me to be out here advocating for the jobs of old white women who may be saying some offensive shit. But uh, I low-key felt like maybe getting rid of this lady might have been a bit, a step a, a, a step too far, right? So um, I'm going <laughs> to pull this up, man, because I think it's hilarious, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 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 think it's, I think it's fucking hilarious. But uh, let's, let's, let's do this here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pull this up so you guys can see. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So she, uh, <laughs> I'm going to just play this, man. Cause I just think it's funny, man. So here we go. Uh, oh, ah, come on, man. Please don't tell me it's one of those. Yeah, it's one of those. They didn't actually play what she said. So let me, I'm going to pull this one down. I'm going to search this one up because fuck that. Because <laughs> fuck that, man. No. Hold on a second, man. Let me go ahead and pull this up. Mississippi, Barbie Bassett. Let me, that's her name. Let me, let me go ahead and, and find this video because damn, y'all. I hate when they do those videos. Uh, YouTube. Um, all right. Here we go, because I know YouTube got it. Okay, I'm going to pull this. She here. can't say for shizzle, my nizzle. God damn it. I don't want the fucking breakfast club. Um, I just want what she said. TV news. And okay, so apparently they might have scrubbed this shit, man. Yeah, they might have they they might have scrubbed this because now I gotta hear everybody else's commentary about what the fuck she said, as opposed to just like hearing what the fuck she said. Let me see if this is all right, guys. So this, um, uh, is he gonna play this? Let's see if he plays it. Let's see if he plays it. Um, and it's not gonna end well. Um, <laughs> look at this tweet. My boy said, "Okay, yeah, yeah. Nobody's no. I can't I can't play the fucking video now. 
Jesus Christ. But yeah, this this old white lady was like, for shizzle, my nizzle. And it was, it was fucking hilarious, man, because I don't think she really knew what the fuck she was saying. I don't think she knew what the fuck she was saying, man. And she like she got fired for it or whatever else, man. Um, Whoopi Goldberg got on the view and was like, yo, man, I can't keep up with all the words that we're not allowed to say and the words we are allowed to say and stuff like that. Um, I'm just going to say like, yo, man, um, I thought it was hilarious when she said it. I wasn't offended by her saying it. I knew old boy, like there was an anchor that was with her. That was like, oh shit. Like, I don't think she know what that fucking means. And that's the look that he had on his face. Like, I don't think she knows what that means. And so, uh, for her to like, you know, I get it's a white lady and I get it's Mississippi and I get like, we, we, we ain't having passes for none of that shit. I get all of that. I get all of that. I, trust me. I do. But I think in this particular sense, like this particular instance, um, they might have overstepped on this one. I think they could have gave that lady a little, like, all right, I fucked up. <laughs> they could have gave that lady a chance to say, my bad, man. I fucked up. I apologize. I'm sorry. I didn't know what that shit meant. And I should have known what it meant before I said that shit, but I'm sorry. But they let that lady go, man. That's, that's, that's kind of fucked up. But you know, I know a lot of y'all, y'all saw that. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So another thing that we got before we get on the body here, um, before we get on the body here, there was another story that I kind of wanted to talk about. So I was talking about how, like so many of us get on our, you know, we get on social media and we start posting our L's, right? We start, uh, we share everything, everything we believe should be shared with social media. And of course, like I said, I recognize I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age and, um, you know, I recognize that there are some things that I wouldn't talk about or shouldn't. I think when I was in college. I wouldn't talk about and um, we share too much, right? So there's a young lady who was on a podcast. Uh, and I don't think that, well, there's. So she was on a podcast and they got to talking about hand washing. And I'm going to just let her like kind of speak for herself on this. Let me go ahead and maximize this for you guys who are watching here on the, on the live feed. And, um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's see what she has to say. Here we go. I made the conscious decision to stop washing my hands. I think when I was in college, was it college for you? I don't know. That's the, that's when I remember it because one of my good friends from college also doesn't wash her hands. And it was like how we had that bonding experience. She, one day I was like, I'm, I'm just not going to wash them. And she was like, I'm not either. I don't <laughs> wash my hands. I don't really trust people that wash their hands because, well, one, I don't think. Wait, 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 wait. Bitch, what? You don't trust people that wash their hands? What the fuck? Like. I'm. You know what? Makes me sick, motherfucker, how far we done fell. That's nasty, man. Y'all just, just, it does anything no. to actually wash. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything to actually wash them. I do wash if I they go number two. They didn't used to wash them back in like the back way back in the day when they didn't have, and you would go to the bathroom around the outhouse. Nobody washed their hands then, and there was less diseases. I've less diseases my ass. Motherfuckers dying of all sorts of shit back in the day. Smallpox, measles, fucking, uh... Uh, uh, strep throat. They was having all kinds of motherfucking issues. God damn it! Like, what? Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? Sometimes, like, when my roommates home, I'll have to like turn the water on because I'm like, I don't want them to think I'm like disgusting. I'll like text. I'll like turn. The no, bitch, you are disgusting. <laughs> you don't want them to think you're disgusting. You're fucking disgusting. You're fucking disgusting. Turn the water on and like take a text break. <laughs> no, and be literally, like, I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> when you're at work and someone that you know goes into the cell, you're like, well, I guess I'll fake washing my hands now. We're always in the bathroom with Kate, and I'm always like, <laughs> you also don't shower. I'm. Whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all see how she she put that shit at the end? I also don't shower. I, I'm, I'm really, I, I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear. I hope this is a skit. I hope that at the end of this. They were like, ah, gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I don't wash my hands and I don't wash my ass. I hope this is a skit because I'll be damned. But the other part about this, the other part about this, sadly, this tracks. Um, I work with quite a few, you know, of, of them. And uh, 
I've had to go use the restroom uh, a few times at the job. And there have been plenty of times where I've seen some of them walk right past some goddamn sinks, man. Like, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter if they was doing number one. It didn't matter if they was doing number two. Like, I seen a few of them motherfuckers do they shit and then walk past seven goddamn sinks. And I made mental notes of every last one of them motherfuckers. Like, Mm-mm, I can't shake your hand, nigga. I can't shake your hand. You be lucky if you get a fist bump, my dog. Um, yeah, like when it comes to like the company, like potlucks, we ain't had a potluck since COVID, but still, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and order some Popeyes, nigga, because nah, I can't do it. I've seen y'all. Y'all nasty. Y'all nasty. So, yeah. But she ain't the only one, though. She ain't the only one. So, um, I'm gonna pull up another one, right? I'm gonna pull up another one. Um, let me pull this down, though. Uh, let me take that off the screen. Okay, let's 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 cancel that. I I, I just want to take this. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Ev Mux. Yeah, I, I'm I'm still learning this platform, and it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a whole thing. But <laughs> but uh yeah, so there's another one though that I had, and I'm I'm just like yo, what the fuck is like? Why are they sharing this? Like why do? And I guess like I I I kind of want to know, but I don't want to know. But I'm wondering, like, what made them get on their phones or their they set up podcast mics and they set up cameras and they wanted everybody to know that they ain't washing their ass. They ain't washing their hands. Like, what the fuck, bro? So um, let me pull this up so you guys can see this as well. Um, let's do this again. We're going to share our screen. This is yeah, this is this one here. And. We're going to do this and this, and we're going to maximize. And let's see what she's talking about. I'm going to expose myself because I feel like this is really weird that I do this, and I don't know if other people do this, but I don't always wash my hands after I pee, um, especially if I'm in my own house, right? Like, I just like. Especially if I'm in my own house. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, ma'am, ma'am. I know how to pee in a way that doesn't make a mess on myself. Ew, sorry. But anyway. Um. And I feel sorry for anybody who's ever touched her phone because apparently she doesn't wash her hands and she thinks that she, like, pees and, like, doesn't mess herself when she pees. But, like, are you cleaning yourself? And when you clean yourself, guess what you got to do? You got to wash your hands after you get finished cleaning yourself. But I do this thing where if I have guests over and, like, I go to pee, like, I'll turn my sink on. And like pretend to wash my hands and like kill some time so that they think that I have washed my hands. That makes absolutely no fucking sense. If you're going to spend the time pretending to wash your hands, how about you just do everybody the favor and just wash your fucking hands? Like just. God damn. Just wash your hands, man. Just wash your fucking hands. Um, but I haven't. So I actually go through the process of actually wasting both water and time just to kind of keep up with a lie. Um, that actually doesn't matter. Anyway, anyone else do that? I feel sorry for anybody who's ever ate in her house. Right? I feel sorry for anybody who's ever eaten at her house. I also feel sorry for anybody who's ever like shook her hand or that's nasty man and i don't know if it's just <laughs> i don't know if it's a thing i don't know if it's like a thing that they're doing on tiktok i don't know if it's a thing that they're doing on white podcast i don't know if that's just like what they're doing like they're ex- they're they're exposing themselves as being nasty motherfuckers all i'm saying is wash your hands man there's a reason. Maybe that's why COVID lasted as long as it did. Cause you motherfuckers really was just out here like, man, COVID don't like, you know, washing hands doesn't really mean anything. You know, people was out here in outhouses and they wasn't washing their hands. Like, ma'am. It's fucking disgusting. Fucking disgusting, man. I can't believe you people. But yeah, man. That's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. But yo, check this out, man. We're gonna get on the body here. It's about time for me to roll about. 
But of course, before we get on up out of here, I do have to remind you guys how to get in touch with us over here to Mr. Span Official Podcast and let your voice be heard. You can go ahead and hit us up at the hotline at area code 313-288-0485. That's area code 313-288-0485. Go ahead and leave those voicemail messages. Of course, those messages will get played here live on the show and responded to in kind. You can also email us here at feedback at the span report.com. That's feedback at the span report.com. Go ahead and leave us those emails. And of course, those emails will get read here and reply to live on the show as well. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. My name on both of those platforms is Mr. Underscore Span. So go ahead, follow me there. Chop it up with your man Span throughout the week. You can also hit us up on iTunes and on Stitcher Radio with a five-star review. Those five-star reviews are the ones that get read here live on the show. We really appreciate everybody who goes about the business of doing that. Doesn't cost you a dime, just a couple minutes of your time to let everybody know why you're rocking with us over here at the Mr. Span Official Podcast and the Span Report Podcast Networks in, in its entirety, right? But uh, yeah, man, I'm going to get on up out of here. I hope you guys enjoy the show, and I hope to hear from you guys again soon. But until next time, fam, peace.